This episode of The Daily Observations is sponsored by Rocket Money. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and save at rocketmoney.com slash MacObserver. There's more gravy than grave about us. This is the Mac Observer's Daily Observations Podcast for Tuesday, the 13th of December, 2022. I am an undigested bit of beef, a blot of mustard, a crumb of cheese, a fragment of an underdone potato. Joined today by Jeff Butts, managing editor of the Mac Observer. Hi. I'm feeling like I should know what that means, but yeah. uh, you got me. I am also feeling like you should know what that means, but we'll talk about it in the second part of today's show. Uh, that enduring classic, A Christmas Carol, gets put through the ringer once by Apple and once at Apple's expense. We'll talk spirited, and we'll talk about the Saturday Night Live skit in a bit. Uh, first, though... Most iPhone buyers don't actually make their purchase from Apple directly. Data shows. Not the robot. Not the Android, I should say. He's not a robot. No. Yeah. Now, uh, CIRP, Consumer Intelligence Research Partners, a boutique uh, analytics firm out of Chicago, if memory serves, has done a bit of a study and found out that almost nobody buys their iPhones at, uh, at Apple stores or through Apple's channels, even. Now, what's funny is... We got this from an article in 9to5Mac, and 9to5Mac says, uh, you might think everybody gets them through Apple, and I understand why 9to5Mac thinks that, because 9to5Mac uh, focuses on Apple, as right. do I. <laughs> but according to CIRP, uh, most of the sales happen through mobile carrier stores and online at 67%. Apple is second with 24%. I'm going to say Best Buy is third because Best Buy has a name. It's 4%. Right. And then the big blob of other makes up the other 5% of iPhone sales. Now, uh, worth noting, uh, CIRP uh, concentrates on here in the U.S. So I don't know if they actually say in this article that it's the U.S., but having followed CIRP for quite some time, they, they deal with the states. So what we're hearing right. here is the states. Best Buy does not sell 4% of the iPhones on the planet. <laughs> right. And I mean, I, I did see that article and I believe I believe CIRP did. Oh, there it is. We were U.S. iPhones. Yeah, I apologize. CIRP analysts say that more than 75 percent of iPhone sales in the U.S. Uh, from outside the Apple retail universe should be viewed as a weak spot for Apple. See, that was the part that got me interested in talking about this. But let me back up for a second. Yep. When the iPhone 14 Pro and iPhone 14 Pro Max came out, they suddenly became very hard to get through Apple uh, Apple retail. And mm -hmm. you said, yeah, but have you checked the carriers? In fact, you ended up getting the iPhone 14 Pro that you weren't getting uh, through a carrier. Uh, right. Let me ask you, what percentage, you don't have to run an actual percentage, but when you buy an iPhone, are you generally speaking buying from Apple or are you generally speaking buying through a carrier? I don't know that I have ever bought an iPhone directly from Apple. Really? Because I and, have and, never not bought an iPhone directly from Apple. Yeah. Well, uh, you know what? I take that back. Um, my 12 Pro mm -hmm. came directly from Apple, but okay. that was not my purchase. Someone else bought it for me. Okay. 
Wow. So you've never gone you've never gone to Apple for this? Not for this, no. I And you're like an Apple news dude. I I am, but you know, guess what? <laughs> what? Apple stores aren't easy to reach for mm -hmm. everybody. No, I haven't bought one in an Apple store in forever. Even though they are very easy for me to reach. I've been ordering online yeah. for years now. Well, for something like this, I, I tend to prefer to go into a store. Hmm. Okay. Um, I, I don't like the thought of, and, you know, uh, was it? No, it wasn't his It wasn't his new iPhone that got lost, but I want to say it was Chance Miller at 9to5Mac when he sent his iPhone back to Apple as part of the upgrade process. Mm -hmm. It never got to Apple. Hmm. Yeah, I don't trust FedEx. I don't trust UPS. If I'm getting something this expensive, mm -hmm. I want to walk out the door with it. See, that's interesting. This year was going to be, or last year, what is this? I'm, I'm walking around with an iPhone 13. So last year, I was going to do the trade-in. Mm -hmm. Nope, scratch that. That was actually for the Apple Watch, come to think of it, because I had two older Apple Watches one I thought yeah. nobody was going to want, the other one I thought somebody would, and so I gave the one that I thought somebody would to that person and had the box and everything ready to go for the other one, and then another person in the house was like, so what are you going to do with your old Apple Watch? <laughs> and so it's like, oh, okay, well, nothing. I'm giving it to you now, and they they thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, you know, back in the day, it was fun to go, well, I shouldn't say it was fun. One time, I spent about 13 hours in line at an Apple store over the course of two days. It mm -hmm. was when the iPhone 3G came out, so the second okay. iPhone. When it came out, I woke up a tiny bit late, but that was also the year that they had tremendous problems with activation. And so I was in line from about 6.30 to about 12.15 in the afternoon. Wow. And the line was hundreds of people deep already. And the problem yeah. was I actually had to get to work. So I had to Ooh. leave. And I went back the next day, and I ended up being, they cut the line off, I want to say about two people after me. So I was one of the last people to get it that day, but I did get it that day. But that was kind yeah. of crap. Uh, other I, times, though, when I've gotten the, uh, uh, when I've gone to the store, it's just been fun. You stand in line, you talk to people, you go in, they take care of you, you leave. Right. Except now I just, you know, sit by the window like a dog waiting for FedEx. Well, and, you know, I mean, my, my, last, my last iPhone did get shipped to me. Mm -hmm. But, you know, here's the other thing is if I'm, if I'm going to be making payments on it, mm -hmm. and a lot of people are these days, mm -hmm. I want that payment to also be on my cell phone bill. I don't want to have to worry about juggling two different bill payments. All right. And I think that may be another factor here. Um, I'm honestly surprised that Best Buy is as low in the numbers as they are. Because of how many more stores they have. According to whatchamacallit, though, according to CIRP, the 5% includes Target and Walmart and other third-party sellers. Mm -hmm. So, I, I mean, Best Buy isn't quite as big as it used to be, isn't quite as prevalent, right. I don't think, as it used to be. I was honestly surprised to see that, that it showed up, like, big enough to have a name. So... Interesting. You and okay. I are just coming from different sides of this all over the place. Talk to me about the argument... And I shouldn't say argument. I mean, we're going to argue about it, not with each other necessarily. But CIRP says that the fact that 75% of sales happen, well, 76, I guess, percent of sales happen outside of Apple should be viewed as a weak spot. Um, according to CIRP, more than 75% of U.S. iPhone sales are outside of the Apple retail universe, and that is a weak spot for Apple. 
when a customer selects their new iPhone, the model, storage capacity, and even color, an event that only occurs every two or three years or more for most customers. Uh, most sales are managed by the carrier or salesperson or processed on a carrier website, all out of Apple's careful control. Of course, the carrier, salesperson, or website will direct customers to accessories and extended warranties, though they likely are not giving preference to Apple's offerings, as Apple certainly would. Right. And and that's where it's a weak spot for Apple. You think so? Because it, Well, because bear in mind, where have we seen the the biggest leap in Apple's revenue? It's been in services, which I believe would, in, would include Apple Care. That, to me, is the one weak spot, yes. Accessories to a lesser degree. Yeah. Um, AT&T has its own branded accessories. Verizon has its own branded accessories. T-Mobile not only has accessories, but they'll sell you a suitcase to carry your accessories in. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't, um, think, I, don't, I don't think the accessory thing... It, it, I would be surprised if Apple cares that much about the accessory thing. I mean, they're running ads with the iPhone 14 saying... You don't need a case. <laughs> right, right. But there's cables, there's chargers, but, you know, there yeah. again, Apple sells third-party versions of those on its website. Right. Um, if you do go, if you do walk through the process of buying an iPhone from Apple on its website, all of the accessories it recommends, though, are Apple-branded. Well, sure. I, I, I'm having a hard time seeing it. And the one, well, there are two places that I see it as a weak point. The first is, yes, Apple Care, because mm-hmm. your carrier will have its own, probably run by Assurian, its own, you know, insurance that it will right. want to sell you over Apple Care. Of course, Apple's going to hit you up with Apple Care anyway once you get the phone. I mean, once you actually yeah. have it, they're going to, you know, hit you with that possibility. The the bigger concern that I would have is who's being incentivized to sell what on the carrier level. Now, I don't think this is necessarily an issue on the website, because I think if you go to the website wanting to get an iPhone, you're just going to click through all this stuff until you can get through the iPhone. I had a friend several years ago who, I and I didn't spend any time trying to pitch him on the iPhone. I don't care what you use. I really don't care what kind of phone you have. But he saw me using my iPhone because we hung out quite a bit, and he liked it, and he decided next time he went to the store, he was going to get an iPhone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, cool, great. And he went to his carrier, and he came back with some, uh, I don't even think it was a Samsung, honestly. He came back with some Android something. Oh, wow. And he proceeded to tell me how it's just like the iPhone. And I was like, sorry, dude. No, it isn't. I mean, I hope you're happy with it. That's fantastic. I am curious what happened because you went to get an iPhone. And he said, well, the guy at the store. And that's it. Yeah. Now, I mean, that's never going to be, like, reported or anything that Apple is going to have to, like, look into or whatever because, you know, he came in looking for one thing, he left with another, and that happens at stores all the time. Probably even Apple stores is my guess. Probably. It doesn't strike me as a weakness with the exception of the Apple Care thing and maybe being talked out of it because, as you pointed out, so much of what Apple is concentrating on right now is services, and once they've yeah. got the phone in your hand, you know, they're three-quarters of the way to selling you Apple Fitness Plus and Apple TV Plus and, you know, News Plus and all of it. So, I don't know. I just found it interesting that it was um, such a small amount on the uh, on the Apple retail side. Yeah, but I don't know that I would really I, – I mean, 24%, that's almost a quarter. Can we really say that's a small amount? 
Well, I mean, because I live inside the Apple thing, the same way that the guy who wrote the 9 to 5 Mac piece does, I mean, it just, it never occurred to me that it would be that small. Yeah, I suppose. I would have said maybe half weren't going through Apple, but I am also very aware, like once I read it, it's like, oh, Mm -hmm. I should not be surprised by that. I am surprised by it, but I shouldn't be surprised by it because most people don't spend all day, every day, wondering what's happening with Apple. Right. Hey, coming up in just a moment, we are going to talk about A Christmas Carol <laughs> and and its many different versions. Mm. Uh, first, though, a word from today's sponsor, Rocket Money. Are you wasting money on subscriptions? 80% of people have subscriptions that they have seriously forgotten about. Maybe for you it's an unused Amazon Prime account. Maybe it's a streaming service you've stopped watching. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff we subscribe to. If you're worried that you're paying for stuff that you're not using, there is an app to help you stop that. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. The Rocket Money app shows you all of your subscriptions in one place. If you see something you don't recognize or you're not using anymore, Rocket Money can take care of it. To cancel a subscription, all you have to do is press cancel and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash MacObserver. Seriously, it could save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash MacObserver. Cancel your unnecessary subscriptions and save right now at Rocket money.com slash Mac Observer. Jeff Butts is with us today. He is the managing editor of the Mac Observer online at MacObserver.com. And Jeff Butts does not have a favorite version of A Christmas Carol. Mm, no, I don't I understand. Really don't. I don't understand. Because I watch at least two versions of A Christmas Carol every year, probably three. And see, I haven't watched it at all this year. If I had to say that I have a favorite, it would be Scrooged. Uh, okay, that's not bad. It's not a bad one. I, I haven't even finished Spirited yet. I don't understand that. Because again, My, you're an Apple News guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's an Apple TV Plus movie. But it doesn't have, it doesn't have Clark Griswold. And neither does Scrooged. My favorite, my favorite Christmas movie yeah. always has been and always will be National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah, it's not a bad one. It's not my favorite. I honestly don't know that I have a favorite Christmas movie. I mean, part of me is It's a Wonderful Life because that's been a thing. Mm. Well, I mean, uh, I remember the first time I saw it when I was eight years old. I mean, it, it yeah. has been a big thing. But then there's, you know, like Emmett Otter's Drug Band Christmas, which is not a movie. Yes, but, that's you know, a good it's one. not bad. Yeah. I was a Second. fan of... Spirited. Um, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say second for me would be Home Alone. Yeah. No. Just no. <laughs> Just no. Not for me. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not arguing against you. But no. Not no. I tend to be more like my favorite version of A Christmas Carol right now is a toss up between um, a Muppet Christmas Carol and um, the one with George C. Scott that I think was okay. produced for CBS. Not sure if it was produced for CBS and then they showed it on the BBC or if it was produced for the BBC and they showed it on CBS. But it was a television production that was shown both here and 
in the UK, and I know that because that is just how into it I am. So anyway, really okay. quickly, you said you didn't know what the reference was earlier to the underdone uh, potato or the you know I, bit of beef or whatever. Yeah, I've, that, I've got a feeling I know now. Well, that's what uh, that's what uh, Scrooge says when he's trying to argue with Marley that Marley isn't real. The reason that we bring all of this up right now is because there was a bloody, bloody, bloody SNL skit (laughs) over the weekend that I personally thought was hilarious. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it to anybody, but really quickly, and this is the thing, this is why I'm so amazed that you don't know it just quote for quote, because Martin Short was doing lines from A Christmas Carol up, up to... A very obvious point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in that. Uh, so, yeah, Martin Short wakes up and it's Christmas Day and he's Scrooge and the ghosts have done it all in one night, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he asks the kid down in the street, as he does in every telling, to go get the uh, to go get the Christmas goose. And the kid's like, yeah, I'm poor. What, what am I going to buy it with? And Scrooge tosses him money and uh, and proceeds to bloody like half of London. Right. Just through a series of like... Accidentally hitting the kid in the eye with a uh, with a coin, and then accidentally hitting the kid in the other eye with a coin. And then the ghost of Christmas present shows up, and he's like, "No, no, no, do it like this." And he yeah. ends up getting somebody decapitated. I mean, it really is. It is a nightmare scenario, and it's gross. And I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop laughing. I couldn't either. Okay. All right. I wasn't sure where you were going to be on it. I think I kept talking because I was afraid you were going to tell me I was an awful person. I didn't want to laugh at it. <laughs> but then I thought, wait a minute. This is like uh, Monty Python. Yeah. Quest for the Holy Grail. Yeah. It's also like the, um, what's the, th- uh, the um, oh, oh, come on, Dead Poet Society. It's like the Dead Poet Society skit on Saturday Night Live. Have you seen that one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where, yep. they, where he's like, stand up on your desk, stand up on your desk, and they do, and they get decapitated by the fan. Right, right. The ceiling fan, yeah. And it, what was just hilarious is, you know, the, the guy says, you know, you're going to startle the horses, and as soon as that's out of his mouth, <laughs> that horse does a back kick, and yeah, his head goes yeah. flying. So why are we talking about this? Because the very end of it, the very end of it, it's an Apple Pay ad. And of course, right. it's not because it's Saturday Night Live, but it says something like uh, Apple Pay, never use cash again or never use coins again or something like that. And uh, I, I personally thought it was hilarious. I was also curious what Apple's take on the whole thing was. So I, uh, I wrote to them and said, you know, I'm curious, was Apple in on the skit? And if okay. not, how does Apple feel about it? And I told them that I would consider it a personal Christmas miracle if they actually responded. <laughs> and so far, they haven't. But, ah, well. you know, tis the season. <laughs> it might happen. And if it does, I will interrupt whatever anybody is doing to let them know that I heard back from Apple. Even if I got a no comment, well, I'd have to make sure that, you know, I hadn't had some, you know, spot of mustard or underdone potato. Right. That was making me hallucinate the uh, a response from them. By the way, I love Spirited. I know you didn't finish it. I loved Spirited. It's not, it's not by any means the best Christmas movie ever, but there was a lot about it that I liked, including the music and uh, and uh, Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. Yeah, I'm not going to watch Van Wilder. I'm not going to watch Kicking right. and Screaming, but you know, put them in the right thing, and I'll watch it all day long. So I, I will I will finish it. I just haven't had the opportunity yet. Yeah, I think you have to start over though, because you know. It's oh, like I will. A, won't be the same. Oh, okay, good. Right. Well, then, 
I won't have to give you grief. Nope. Hey, if you have a question or a comment that you want to send our way, maybe you've got a favorite Christmas movie or a favorite telling of a Christmas carol or, you know, just want to say happy holidays. Observations at MacObserver.com is the email address. Observations at MacObserver.com. You can also hit us up on Twitter. We are at TMO Daily there. If you want to follow me online, I am at macOSKen on Twitter. You can also visit my website, macOSKen.com. Oh, Jacob, if people want to keep up with you, what's the best way to do it? Yeah, uh, you can find me at at Clefmeister on Twitter, at MacObserver on Twitter, or you can email me at JeffB at MacObserver.com. Jeff, that's right. I'm so sorry about that. That was a uh... I was elsewhere. Uh, yeah, I know. You're you're calling me Jacob Marley. It's it'll be all right. <laughs> Adver- he was the good guy. The, he was. That's that's why I said it'll be all right. All right, there you go. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media online at backbeatmedia.com. The Daily Observations is a production of the Mac Observer. From the latest news to product reviews, your source for Apple news is macobserver.com. Observer.com.